Hi, my name is Gail Severini. I've been a change lead for longer than I can remember, longer than I knew I was a change lead. And um, I've been fortunate to be working in sort of strategic change and change leadership positions for probably about 15 years or so now. And over the years have had the opportunity to work in some cases for an organization, in other cases on a large portfolio of change where we uh, created what we would consider portfolio change management. So a couple of different contexts for that work. So Gail, I'm keen to understand for you, what are the, some of the challenges that you've encountered when you've you know, been managing changes at portfolio? You know, I think the first challenge is really setting up an infrastructure. Um, we, we've talked about systems um, a little bit. And um, most of the organizations that I have worked with have not been ready to make an investment in a system. Um, and that's not a, I, I don't, I don't judge them for that. It's, it's a very consequential commitment to make. Um, so I, I get why, why we haven't made that leap, but it, but it is a very real thing. So the first, um, challenge is really setting up your infrastructure. You know, it's time consuming to establish, uh, how are you going to collect this data? And of course, my go-to, like most people's, is probably a spreadsheet. And spreadsheets are fraught with human error, uh, at least mine are. And and so you try and construct these worksheets and you try and get multiple people working in these worksheets and you're trying to collaborate and work concurrently in a tool that's really not, not necessarily designed for that purpose. So I think, you know, the first challenge is really the sort of technical infrastructure for it. Uh, you know, and we we always have tied our wagon to project management. So, you know, we're always trying to leverage off of what they're doing. It's There's just a lot of efficiency to doing that. Um, but, but there are a lot of limitations there, right? So if we're doing um, a stakeholder impact assessment, it's going to be a worksheet. And then we're going to build out our change impact assessment. That's going to be a worksheet. And then you're going to have both of those for every single change. And you're going to try then to see for each stakeholder group, where are they lining up in terms of stakeholder impacts, change impacts on these disparate spreadsheets. Mm -hmm. So just managing that sort of infrastructure is a challenge. Um, of course, when you love what you do, you take it on. <laughs> you know, you muddle through always with a grin on your face because the challenge is um, fun and you see the value of it. Um, I think the next challenge after that is really getting data. Maybe it's even getting data fast enough to prove the value to colleagues, right? Because I find, you know, project managers, they sort of go along in the beginning, like, you know, oh, you want to do it that way. Okay. But when can I have my change management strategy? And they always kind of want it earlier than I'm ready to give it to them. So that's that process of managing their expectations around, you know, you can have your change strategy after you're clear on what the change is, because only when I know what the change is, can I determine who was impacted and how. So that whole conversation 
is usually a negotiation and getting alignment with the um, project management team. The business leaders are hungry for it too, if they understand what the potential benefits will be. And they too want it well ahead of when you're going to have data and findings and insights. So managing their expectations, I often find too, is challenging. And I've really looked to some of the work in agile change management for how to increment our work as MVPs and iterations and canvases so that we can show how we're going to build this change portfolio and and they're going to begin to get the value out of it. But but those challenges around infrastructure and data and producing meaningful insights fast enough, I think those those are all some pretty real challenges in the beginning. Absolutely. And I think the data one is an interesting one because you can collect a lot of data, but it's not necessarily meaningful, right? So it's trying to find what are the points of meaning that you need to collect and really honing in on those and not getting lost in a collection, you know, power burning, you know, all the data just to try to find everything. It's what do we to report on? What do we really need the insights on it? Mm -hmm. And and I, yeah, I like, I agree. And I, I like how you said, you know, there's, there's, there are not a lot of systems already out there. A lot of them are grown, right? So what's the investment that we need to make as an organization? And how do we, you know, how do we find the right tool that's fit for purpose for, you know, our size and and our investment and things like that are all key decisions that leaders need to face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you look at your portfolio of change that you, that, that you're managing, do you pull in just the project initiatives, just the strategic ones, or do you to go far on the grid and say, let's, Mm. let's try to understand everything that's going on, whether it's team reactors or process change, things like that. Yeah. That to me is a bit of a chicken and egg question, right? You know, I think, um, the very honest and practical answer is um, it all depends on how much investment I can get, right? So when I've had a leader who really appreciated the opportunity and would uh, approve the resourcing to do more, we've done more. Um, But often I, I think the level of change maturity in a lot of the organizations I've worked with has not been to the point where they were ready to make that big investment. So pretty easy to get agreement to the transformation we're on today. That's the mandate, right? That's what you get hired for um, when it when you're hired into a particular transformation. Um, in a couple of the roles where I have had, um, as I have now, a head of change role, um, then then there's some opportunity to influence, including initiatives that are outside of the transformation. Um, and then also uh, bandwidth is a bit of a factor too, because there's always a limitation. So, you know, we have at times been able to incorporate some of the larger BAU impacts. You know, the HR planning cycle is an obvious one, right? Um, you know, when are we doing um, balanced scorecards? When are we doing performance reviews? You know, all of these things are extremely time consuming for our leaders. Obviously, it's an investment that is important. And 
And that process feeds the change portfolio as well, because that feedback cycle is important. Um, but but I I can't say that we've ever I've ever been a part of an organization where we were able to incorporate what I would consider to be enough of the employee's experience to really to really make an aggregated difference. You know, you know, I think back to that example that I mentioned, the, the individual who wrote to their leader and said, you know, you're raining change on me. Mm. So how much how much rain is too much? How much rain is a flood? Yeah. Right. You don't really know unless you can say, well, here are the top 10 initiatives that are impacting that person. And here's everything going on in their division. Now, their leader can do that in, in a sort of ad hoc way because they know in their minds what they're working on. Um, but that's more of um, it's an informal process. It's not formalized. So I, I think if I turned your question around and say, if you could, if you could put everything in that you wanted to, where would you stop? Right. That becomes that becomes an interesting question because, uh, you know, I, I think we would stop long before birthday parties, you know, but um, what would that dividing line be? Um, I don't think I have a good answer for that, really. Um, we typically do look at any initiatives that are uh, cross-functional because those are all more complex. Um, we look at things that people are very emotionally attached to. Um Compensation would be an obvious one. Uh, you know, trying to implement a change to a compensation structure when you're doing a major change. I mean, already I've got feel my blood pressure raising because you know that's that's going to be a pretty heated uh, change. So I I think it's really, at least for now, for the work I'm involved in, it's sort of judgment based. Um, and leader judgment is actually pretty good. You know, we've made it this far without systems, and they're pretty good at knowing um, how their people are doing. So we don't want to eliminate judgment either. Mm, that's we a good really want to try and augment that with data, right? Yeah, that's a good call. There's a there's a term bouncing around um, down in Australia. Not sure if you've heard it um, up in Canada yet, but it's that this concept of single view of change, and and oh. I keep saying you're never going to get a single view of change. Right, all the change. Right. So I'm trying. Yes. In the organizations I'm working with, trying to flip it to say, let's just focus on a portfolio view of change so yes. that we don't, yes. uh, we don't set the expectation that it's going to mm -hmm. have absolutely everything in it, right? And then we define what the portfolio is. And then we say, okay, this yeah. is absolutely going to be captured in it. And then we capture also those big BAU, the business as usual activities, financial yep. year, the performance cycles, things like that, so that we mm -hmm. can use those almost as like blackout periods, right? So we say, yes, no, yes. you're already a lot in the business land going on yes. during time. So let's not throw initiatives in at the same time. Yes. But um, but yeah, let's not set the expectation that it's uh -huh. everything because then you're just going to have people disappointed with the data and the tools. And yes. So, yeah. And it can be overwhelming. I mean, there is so much happening, right? Um. Yeah, I think it would be possible to become overwhelmed by that amount of data. Yeah, um, 100%. And and I think, you know, also, so most of the work I've done, I did one portfolio at a department level, but it was a um, risk and compliance group that 
a corporate function that was implementing change from their group out into the whole organization. Um, so, so the portfolio of changes themselves were big, but the impact was much bigger because we were impacting 70,000 people. Um, but so we wouldn't, we could have a single view of the major changes coming out of that division, but it wouldn't be a single view of all of the change in that division, right? Because that leader would have additional initiatives that sort of fell below the threshold of the enterprise that they were managing within their group. Um, and that leader always has managed that kind of change in that way very well. So we were kind of augmenting it with um, with a, that, that layer across the top of the harder, and not necessarily harder, more macro, more strategic, wider impacting change to give him a way of having a line of sight over that and a way of talking to his peers about the changes that were coming from his division. You yeah. know, so that's very interesting, that single view of change. It's fraught with danger, the term might be. <laughs> We've never backed away from those conversations. Uh, do we? we tend to dive right in. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what makes it fun. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity.